Blog Talk Radio. Lay.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back to the right way. My name is Malik Wright here with my co-host, Brian Phelps, my partner. Hey, what's going on? Be here tonight. What's going on, everybody? So um, we're back here with another episode of The Right Way. Uh, my apologies again for being away so long. But once again, anyway, it's The Right Way here on Blog Talk Radio, produced by Back Sports Page. I want to thank Randy Zellia and the entire team at Back Sports Page. I missed an entire month of NFL action pretty much. And uh, I, all i got to say, Brian, is I'm very, I'm very, very excited to get back, get back started. So uh, let's, uh, let's get the show on the road. Yeah, no so problem. So I want to ask, I w- I ask you, Brian, through the first yeah. month of the NFL, what team has impressed you and what team hasn't impressed you? So basically, um, let's, 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 leave, let's leave basically uh, our teams out of it. Any, any, any non – Patriots, Patriots or Bengals. Yeah. Well, for me, you can say the Bengals um, or not. I mean, I'm just like, you know, saying we should leave them out of it. And that's biased, you know. So let's start. Um, what team impressed you the most? Um, I mean, the Patriots have been impressive. I think actually more impressive, or at least equally as impressive as the team that's playing now, I think the Vikings have been extremely impressive on both sides of the ball, being able to, being able to move the ball with basically what was kind of a backup quarterback a backup running back, being able to do what they do on defense, which is what they were expected to do on defense, but they're, they're taking their game to another level this season so far through the first three. Um, I think there's a lot of excitement in Minnesota, especially, which is surprising, especially what happened after what happened to freaking Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I, I just think they're a great team. I said before the season I thought they were a great team, and they're going out and proving it every Sunday, and I'm really I, – I love watching the Vikings. It is, their defense is just so – they suffocate you on defense. Just ask Aaron Rodgers. Just ask Cam Newton. But who's been disappointing? Who's been disappointing? I, I mean, I got to go with the Panthers. Like, it, it's a toss-up between Carolina and Arizona. But Arizona yeah, didn't let up 48 that. points. Yeah. Arizona didn't let up 48 points and 300 receiving yards to one person and 500 passing yards in the game. I mean, and Cam Newton keeps getting hit in the head, and no one seems to call it, but – their defense has been absolutely atrocious. Their offense has been kind of stagnant with Cam Newton. The score last this past week was kind of misleading because once he left the game, they had only scored like one offensive touchdown. Um, yeah. Derek Anderson was more efficient passing the ball yesterday for Carolina. They, they're just having a lot of problems. The magic from last year has kind of it's kind of gone from what, what what was going on last year. But I, I still expect them to make the playoffs, but they've been extremely disappointing. What about you? Okay. Well, those are very, very good picks. I mean, I, I can equally say that the Panthers or the Cardinals have disappointed me. But yeah. let's go with my pick that of the team that's been surprising to me. Fly, Eagles, fly. The Eagles have been so impressive this season, and I, I can't overstate it enough. They say that they're now calling Pennsylvania Winsylvania. Okay? We're talking wow. about a rookie quarterback coming in. He's, by the way, Brian, he's throwing five touchdown passes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Three games played, five touchdown passes, zero interceptions, two fumbles, but he's a rookie. It's going to happen. And 769 yards passing. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Randy. It's a ginger thing. When Andy Dalton came in the NFL, he was lighting it up. 
Carson Wentz came in the NFL and he's lighting it up now. Clearly, I'm joking, obviously. Um, but I hope Carson so. Wentz has been so. Carson Wentz has been so impressive through the first three games of the NFL season. Um, and I think that he's been the most impressive, you know, out of pretty much every every team in my book. You know, um, the guy beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, not him by himself, but obviously the Philadelphia Eagles had beaten. They beat the, the Pittsburgh Steelers 34-3. to What? 34-3. to Say that again. 34-3. to When I say that was the biggest shocker to me, obviously I loved it being, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers' arrival. I loved, I loved seeing Pittsburgh lose. So, you know, I didn't really mind it too much. But to see Philadelphia, where they came from last season, they weren't terrible last year because they did beat the New England Patriots. But they had, you know, they had a different quarterback that was under the helm. You don't expect a rookie quarterback to beat Ben Roethlisberger in the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, especially at their, their own game, and that is high scoring. I thought, I kept saying to myself, you know, I was watching the game for a little bit, I said, I'm not worried. I kept flipping to other channels, flipping to other games, because then, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come back. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come back. Next thing I know, I turn back, it's like two minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it's still, they only still have three points on the board. And I'm like, wow, what's going on? Like, what, 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 what actually is going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers? But nonetheless, you know, that doesn't take anything away from Pittsburgh Steelers either because you saw the shellac in the game, the Kansas City Chiefs last night, which was absolutely horrendous. Um, it was embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, for the team that has disappointed me so far, I got to say this, and it's probably going to come down as a shock to you, or maybe not. The Miami Football Dolphins have disappointed me to no end. Adam Gase, I thought, and this is no shot at Adam Gase. Adam Gase, I really thought he was a quarterback whisperer. Maybe he is. But I am inclined to believe that Ryan Tannehill is unfixable. I think he can't be fixed. I think the guy has proved that, hey, hey, guys, no matter how much you hand me the keys to this Miami Dolphins, not only the football team but the offense, and tell me, hey, go out there and be a leader. Hey, go out there and be the quarterback we know you can be. He continues to disappoint. I saw this man throw an interception to the Bengals long, uh, one of the Bengals uh, gunners on that, 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 you know, that covers punt returns, who barely gets any play time in Christmas Harris. I saw that happen on Thursday night. And I'm looking like, Ryan Tannehill, are you absolutely serious? And you know, people could say, oh, it's his offensive line, but at some point you have to say, no, it's the quarterback. I don't. I'm, I'm, I really believe if you give Ryan Tannehill the Cowboys' offensive line or whomever or whatever, whatever I have, any offensive line better than, you know, uh, you know the Miami Dolphins' Miami. offensive line, yeah. I'm inclined to believe he will still make mistakes. I'm inclined to believe he will still – make the same rookie mistakes that we expect from Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz, but somehow they're still playing better than him. I'm inclined to believe that Ryan Tannehill is just not a good NFL quarterback. He got away with it in college. It's actually in there. Why? Because it's college. You can get away with that stuff. But when it comes out to leading the NFL football team, he still has a match with the deep ball. Everybody's like, oh, no, no. He, he threw a deep ball to Timmy Fields. He made a blown coverage. I'm talking about the deep ball contested down the field. Ryan Tannehill has not mastered it yet. Interesting stat. 
They did not get back in the red zone on Thursday night. And I'm not just talking about when they played my team. I'm talking about when they played other teams as well. You played a Tom Brady-less Patriots, Ronnie Stanhill, and you still couldn't even get it done. That was your opportunity to beat the Miami Dolphins. I mean, to beat the uh, New England Patriots. When are you going to take control of this offense, control of this football team, and say, hey, you know what? I'm the guy. I'm here, and I'm ready to win. When is he going to do that, Brian? Um, honestly, I, I I just don't think he's the guy. In in his semi defense, I guess. Um, their defense didn't play well against New England either. Garoppolo threw three touchdowns in the first had three touchdown drives in the first three drives of the game. Um, but then he comes out. Tannehill shows flashes. It's kind of just what Tannehill does. Tannehill, he he's the type of quarterback that'll that'll be completely quiet, and then when the game is almost out of hand, he'll make you think that you have something. And what he did against the Wings, yeah. he made Miami Dolphins fans think that they had something. And you got to do it when it counts. You can't do it when you're down twenty-four to three. You got to do it when it's a tie game. You got to do it when the game, when when a win is feasible at that point. And I mean, in his defense, also, I mean. Okay, the first game of the season, they should have beaten Seattle. We we see this mm-hmm. that Kenny Stills catch. They see, we see this Kenny Stills catch against Cincinnati. Had the same opportunity against uh, Seattle, and he dropped it. They lose by two points. So, I mean, it can go either way. It's the National Football League. Ten and six teams could easily be six and ten. That's how it is. But in my opinion, I don't think the Dolphins are disappointing. I, I think they, the Dolphins are what the Dolphins are. I don't think the Dolphins are the team. They have no running game. They have no O-line. They have an okay average to, like, slightly above-average defense. I mean, they have, a, they have a solid pass rush, but that's about it. And they keep signing mm-hmm. all these high-profile free agents on the defensive side of the ball, and they just don't get it done because that's normally not how you can build a winning team. You're just trying to go out and sign and Dominican Sue and all these types of guys. So – I mean, they are disappointing, but I feel like Ryan, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, more than anything, is disappointing. Like, I'm not disappointed in the Dolphins because the Dolphins are what the Dolphins are. They're not good. But Ryan Tannehill was supposed to show things at this stage in his career. And mm-hmm. he's making all this type of money. He's getting paid all this quarterback million, money. 77, 77 million to be exact, 45 guaranteed. And he's, and, he's, and he's a bust, and he's been a bust. And I've been I, – honestly, when he was drafted, I, I was on the Ryan Tannehill bandwagon. And now I, 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 he made me look stupid because he hasn't been able to perform the way he should. So I, I, I agree with you, but I don't agree with you at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, yeah, look, Ryan, Ryan, I'm just, Ryan Tannehill's bad. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You sign a guy, okay – you, you basically say he's your franchise quarterback. I have no problem with that. That's absolutely fine if you think this guy's your franchise quarterback. You give him $77 million after doing nothing. We're talking about a guy who hasn't even taken the Miami Dolphins to the, to the playoffs yet, okay? He hasn't even brought them to the no, playoffs once. Not once. That part I agree with you. About Ryan Tannehill, I completely agree with you. Ryan Tannehill has absolutely league. disappointed Five everybody. Five years in the league. And, Ryan, I hope you don't mind. I, 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 I really I really just think that it's amazing to me that Dolphins fans, and yes, I'm, I, 
those who know me know I love to I love to basically display facts, okay? I I don't sugarcoat anything. I keep it very, very real on this show. Consistently mm-hmm. Dolphins fans always try to find the good in Ryan Tannehill. And I'm left looking at them like you're still searching for it and it's it's not coming it's not gonna it's not here. You know what I mean? It's not it's not gonna it's just not adding up basically is what I'm getting at. If that makes sense or not, you know? Um and one thing that I deal with is I hear Dolphins fans have told me on a consistent basis that Ryan Tannehill, hey, is better than your quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is better than Andy Dolphins. So Dolphins fans, and I know I have some Dolphins, Dolphins listeners, Jim. I'm going to spew. I'm going to, I'm going to take some facts, basically. I'm just going to, just going to, I'm going to basically compare their numbers. Okay, do you mind, Brian? Oh, no, no, it's all good. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm going to say their numbers. Ryan Tannehill's rookie year in the NFL, which was 2012, he had 12 touchdown passes and 13 interceptions. Okay. Andy Dalton's rookie year, he had 20 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Brian Tannehill's second year in the NFL, he had 24 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Andy Dalton's second year in the NFL, he had 27 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. Brian Tannehill's third year in the NFL, Brian Tannehill had 27 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. Very good, Ryan Tannehill. I believe that was his best years, one of his best years. Uh, Andy Dalton's third year in the NFL, 33 touchdown passes and 20 interceptions. Ryan Tannehill's fourth year in the NFL, 24 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. Granted, he had a better year than Andy Dalton because that's the year A.J. Green got hurt. Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton had uh, 19 touchdown passes and 17 interceptions. And Andy Dalton's fifth year in the NFL, 25 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Of course, that's when everybody knows he got hurt last season. And Ryan Tannehill's fifth year in the NFL. Ryan Tannehill gets uh, – <laughs> um, well, he's in his fifth year right now. Needless to say, he's in his yeah. fifth year right now in the NFL. And we can look and at the numbers. Six he has six touchdowns right now, five interceptions. So if we're, if we're talking, you know, if we're just talking facts, you look at the numbers, Andy Dalton's numbers are obviously better than his. So I'm tired of hearing that argument. I want to lay that argument to rest right now. Well, Ryan Tannehill's not better than Andy Dalton, okay? I hope hey, that's not, not a serious smarter, argument not, people make. He's not even a smarter. He's not even. He's not even as smart as a quarterback. Okay, Ryan Tannehill. When you see a rush coming, you step up in the pocket. When the pocket is collapsing, you buy time or you throw the ball away. You don't take sacks. We can blame those sacks on his offensive line over so much, but at some point, especially your fifth year in the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals defensive line. Okay, mind you, going into the game. This season, going against going into the game, Brian, this season against the Miami Dolphins, the Bengals' defensive line as a whole through three games had four sacks. Okay? Four sacks. Mm-hmm. They played the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night football, and the Bengals had five sacks on Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, that was returning with Vontaze Burford as well, but I'm just saying, the proof is I the mean, that has, you you got you to have has, some awareness at some point. You got to have some awareness well, at some point. You know, I, I saw a lot of them holding on to the ball. A lot of them holding on, on to the ball to them. When any quarterback in the NFL knows that the play is not there, the play is just not there, throw the ball away to live another down. That's what they teach you. 
in college. That's what they teach you. Well, hey, I, I listen, mean, I can understand. I can understand if Ryan Tannehill is a backup quarterback coming in in relief of a starter, but no, they all been to the Dolphins, Adam Gase, and the entire Miami Dolphins organization. Mike Tannenbaum and all those guys, they made it very, very clear, clear that Ryan Tannehill was their franchise quarterback. All I'm saying, and this is the only argument, and I'll lay it the rest up of this, he's not playing like a franchise quarterback. He has never played like a franchise quarterback. He's not a franchise and quarterback. I think, and I, I think it needs to be put, put on notice pretty much, you know? But um, I, just, I, I guess I was expecting more from the Miami Dolphins with um, the signing of Adam Gates as their head coach and – of uh, Vance Joseph as their defensive coordinator, so I, I honestly expected more. That's all. That's that's really all I'm getting. At. That's all I'm getting. At. But to move on to other news, let's open up the segment. Let's talk about the New England Patriots. But before we do that, I want uh, to our guests, I want to let all our listeners know you can call in at seven six zero two eight three zero eight four six seven six zero. Two eight three zero eight four six. Mind you, we are talking all things NFL. Nothing is off limits. Any question you got for me, Brian, whomever, our uh, fantasy expert, Mike Piccarelli, who isn't on the show tonight, but I'm sure will be joining us next week. Um, you can definitely call in, and you know, we'll answer. We'll be glad. We'll gladly answer all your questions, or try to answer all your questions, and at least bias way possible. Once again, that number is seven six zero two eight three zero eight four six. Once again, you can follow us also on our Facebook page at TheRealMalikWright at gmail.com. You can also email me at TheRealMalikWright at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at TheRightWay. And on Twitter at TheRealMalikWright. I mean, the right way. <laughs> the right way at BSP.com. Let's get to it, Brian. Let's talk about those New England pictures. Now, I know, I know you said, can we not? Mm-hmm. But we, we've got to. Because let me tell you something. They, I mean, they like, we, we, I, I finally get back on. I, we finally get back on, and then they lose. And now we have to talk about them. Like, if we could have talked about them any other week of the season, I'd be oh, so glad. Wait, what are, you, what are you talking about? Are you are you referring to I, their loss to the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Are you talking about I mean, their, their, their first shutout since, like, the 1990s at all? No. Why would yeah, we talk first, about that? Why would we talk first home shutout that? since 1993. That is that isn't news. That the last shutout the Miami Dolphins had was before I was. I mean, the uh, the um, New England Patriots had at home was before I was born. That tells you how successful this franchise has been. So I'm not going to bash the Patriots for losing to the Buffalo Bills 16 to zero at home. <laughs> cough cough. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, I sense gonna, a little sarcasm right about there. That. Oh no no no. They are, they're the best team in the AFC. Why would it be sarcasm? Tom Brady's coming back. Everything is going to be fine and dandy. The cheer's coming back. So you guys will be fine. You guys will come back, and you guys will dominate the AFC East, take home the division, play in the playoffs, probably make it to the conference championship, and the rest is history. We all know. What, we already know how this story is going to end. Tom Brady's going to come back with a fire lit under him, ready to play football. So, no, there's no sarcasm. It's all, trust me, it's all realness. I'm being very, very real. The New England Patriots are going to be absolutely fine, even though they did lose 16-0 to to the Buffalo Bills at home. The first time I mean, I, I'm 93. Just saying. I, I do know that New England will be fine. 
I, I'm just worried mm-hmm. about playing Denver on the road in the playoffs. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Uh, I, 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 New England needs that home field advantage. They didn't get it last year. We saw what happened last year. I think if New England was at home last year, they would have gone to the Super Bowl. So Denver really surprised oh, yeah, they me. Did. Also, that's because they because they because they defend their home field so well. They never get they never get blown out at home. They never not score. I mean, not right, Brian. I mean, not with Tom Brady as a quarterback, no. But um. Oh, now it's with Tom Brady. Okay. I mean, we had a they had a third string quarterback. I mean, what do you want? And is it, they're not going to win every game with backups at quarterback. Okay. Here's, here's what here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. It was it was the a no show. The Bills. The one positive. What what what's the Patriots record now? Three and one. Yeah. Okay, so here's what the here here's here's the one positive I, I will say. That's very, very impressive. Three and one, the Patriots win. Second, I wanna give I wanna take my hat off, even though I'm not wearing a hat. Figure a future. I wanna take my hat off to Bill Belichick. I mean uh Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick as well. Um for so many years I thought Josh McDaniels was just a guy. I thought he was just the guy who just stood there and said he was the offensive coordinator while Tom Brady actually made that offense run. But you could actually see Josh McDaniels' fingerprints all over Jacoby Brissett and all over Jimmy Garoppolo. Because let me tell you something. You don't go 3-1 without, you know, in in the NFL pretty much without your starting quarterback unless you have a good offensive coordinator. That just doesn't happen. Or unless you're the Vikings. Well, I mean, they also still have Sam Bradford, who's been in the NFL for several years, who's a bust. Also, I mean, but I, he's been in the NFL for several years. So I, um, I would say that Garoppolo, in my opinion, is a little better than Sam Bradford. And I opinion. think any quarterback's better than Sam Bradford. That's um, my point. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I'm, I'm, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is very good, and I think I could honestly see Jimmy Garoppolo being the Patriots' future. I could honestly see. He, he, I hope he is. But then again, yeah, you know how the Patriots so like to trade away guys before they reach there. Before mm-hmm. they reach there. You know, I, I think the Patriots, obviously, they, I think they know, they have a good idea of who's going to be their guy. But one thing that I love that Bill Belichick did, and Bill Belichick is so stubborn, but you got to love him for it, he would not go out there and sign another quarterback. He would not go out there and sign another quarterback. He believed in his guys. He stuck to his, to his guns. And he went in there, and he, had to, he was down to, to a rookie. He said if he had to, he would have started Julian Edelman at quarterback. That's believing in your guys right there. That's believing in your guys. And i got to give, I got to take my hat off to them for that and the New England Patriots because they just have a philosophy. And I guess it's Al Davis's philosophy. Just win, baby. So I guess, I guess that's what the Patriots are accustomed to. I think that's the Patriot way. So I think that's what they're going to continue to do. And I think that's why this, that football team is so, 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 so successful. So with that being said. All right. Wait, so so one question. So one question. After this, yes. do you believe that they are the best team in the AFC? No. Or in the NFL for that matter? Do you think that the Broncos are better? Absolutely. Okay. I think Denver's at a point with no matter Denver could have Denver could have Peyton Manning from last year Denver, play quarterback Denver, and win the Super Bowl. Denver Denver could have my starting quarterback on my flag football team, Bobby Palantar in there at quarterback, okay? And let me tell you something. They would be as good as they are still right now. Denver could have you in right now, Brian, and it still do well. 
hey, okay, I'm, I'm a nice game manager, you know. A freshman quarterback in there. Obviously, I'm joking, guys, but still. It doesn't matter who's Denver's quarterback right now. It does not matter. When you have a physical specimen like Von Miller, pass rushing, like only Von Miller can do. You don't need a quarterback. You don't need a high potent offense. Sure, Trevor Simeon is was very very successful so far as Denver's quarterback. Although he sprained his AC AC joint in his shoulder, his left shoulder, his non throwing shoulder um, this week. But Paxton Lynch could be in their quarterback. Mark Sanders could be. In, I don't care who's in there at quarterback. This football team is going to win because of that defense. All right, because so- of the blueprint they have on defense. So they're the most dominant. All right, they're the most dominant team right now in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, I I, I disagree with you, but not just because I'm a Patriots fan. It's no, it's it, it because you're a Patriots fan. No, but it I also you're a Patriots fan. And you know, you can can Patriots fan. You, yeah, I mean, sure you're Patriots, but Brian, I, Brian, got to Brian, got to understand. I know you so well, man. I know you so well. It is because you're a Patriots fan. All Patriots fans think that they're the best thing. Since God created this earth, you know, that, uh, Patriots fans don't see any. any which is ads. which is why I picked they, the they, Seahawks to win the Super Bowl this season. But okay, um, I mean, but Brian, I, we all know, Brian, we all know that those predictions are going to go out the window when Tom Brady comes back. We all know that. You may so try that's to my prediction. say, okay, that may be your prediction. That Who was, are they going to face in the Super Bowl? I have them paying the Patriots and beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Exactly. How is that exactly? Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. I rest my case. How do you how yeah, does rest your case? Wins. I have faith well, in my favorite team. Yeah. In my prediction or in mm-hmm. real life? In my prediction? What's, what's their record? What do you think their record's going to be this season? 13-3. Of course. Is okay. there a reason not the to believe they go 13-3? Patriots will lose three games at best. Okay. The page, I mean, um, the, the Patriots are, are a really good football team. I don't know. Like, of course okay. they're my favorite well, team. Of course I want them to win. Of course I have faith gonna, in my favorite we're not team. Gonna, we're not going to make this show about the Patriots, okay? But we're, we're, what we are going to say is um, – But you also well, – you, you okay. still didn't let me finish my argument, though. Okay, so what's your argument? Let me hear. I mean – as great as Denver's defense is, and I've never seen a defense dominate the way they are. If this is the thing about the home field advantage, whoever gets home field advantage will go to the Super Bowl in the AFC because it'll either be New England or Denver. And if you go to New England, can Denver score 20 points against that Patriots defense? And if the New England goes to Denver, asking, can New England can be. New England score 20 points on Denver's defense? That's the thing. Look the at the AFC Championship last year. Is, the question you should be asking is, can can the Patriots score 20-plus points on Denver, period? That's the yes. question you should be asking. No. Yes. Not, no. They did last year. No. That, that, I mean, they did last year. Is, I, think, I think this defense is better than it was last year. I think New England's better than they were last year, too. So. No. Same blue team. I mean, I Same think football it's team. They're not the same football team face? because when they play. Who have you guys faced? Who have you guys faced? What What kind of argument is that? Who has Denver faced? Who have Denver's you guys faced? Denver's played Tampa have... Bay. Mm-hmm. We played Arizona. Denver's played, Denver's played perennial playoff teams. 
Denver has played the Carolina Panthers, the Tampa okay. Bay Buccaneers, my Cincinnati wow. Bengals. That's who they played. Okay. That's who they played. Okay. The they Patriots played also played two playoff, playoff teams the as Patriots well. The Patriots played the Texans. Ooh. Come on now, the Texans. That's a joke. We all the Patriots. New England also Every single played Arizona. Bill O'Brien has to even go up against New England also played Arizona with football team. He can't act like he can't coach. New England also played play Arizona. Arizona. Without okay. Nate Solder, without Sebastian Fulmer, without Deion Lewis, without Rob Gronkowski, without Rob Nikovich, and without Tom Brady, of course. Okay. And they still came away mm-hmm. with the win in Arizona. I don't know where, how what how does that not What was the score of that game? What was the score of that game? 23-21. A win is a win, my guy. What does it even matter? Last, last what do you mean? What was the goal, score right? of that game? Last second field goal, right? Did Did New England right. win or did New England lose? I don't I don't know they what you're arguing. But you're sitting here it. talking like they they've tore down so many NFL football teams that that they they played all, every. You're making it seem like every team they played this season has has been playoff football teams and they have not. That's been, not what they I played. Said. The Miami I said they Dolphins. Played you played the Texans. They played one elite you played team. The Cardinals. And they you played the Bills. They played one wow. elite team and they beat that elite team. They, the Patriots did what they were supposed to do. The team is not. Going, the Cardinals are not an elite going football team. In, well, neither Cardinals are the Carolina are not Panthers, football team. but you're acting like that, too. The we're Bengals are also 2-2. Two two. This team went to the Super Bowl. This team went to the Super Bowl last year. You're saying they were better than your team last season. And they're also 1-3 the this season. have a weak schedule, okay? The, no. But the, they lost Denver, up, they Denver, lost 48 Denver, points Denver, to the Denver beat, uh, Atlanta Falcons. Denver beat two playoff football teams this season. And so did New England. And, <laughs> like and it's true. No, Denver, uh, Arizona, the, and the, Houston the, both made the playoffs last year. Houston is a joke, man. Houston is 3-1. You are and the only person, Carolina the only person that would – you would make, You are the only person who would make the, who would make a reference saying, like, like – as if the Houston Texans were actually a really a real challenge to the New England Patriots. Nobody else. I mean, to that also Thursday when you're playing with game, a rookie third game, third round so quarterback, it's a little different. You're the only person. You're the only person who true. tries to make that argument. The only person that's who tries why they to make were. That argument. That's why they were underdogs the, going into the game in the first place. The only person I mean, who makes that argument. Listen, these NFL players, and I've said this, I've said on this show so many times. People listen. People watch ESPN too much. People watch NFL Network too much. People listen to these so-called experts, former NFL players who call themselves experts, and they 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 watch them and they hear all this stuff that they're going to say. Let me tell you right now, I could run down the New England Patriots schedule, and I guarantee you it's more accurate than they are because you know how I know that because it has been for the past two seasons. Like I said, it has I don't care who you got in there at quarterback. The Patriots have a blueprint. The Patriots have a blueprint. When it comes to winning, when it comes to running the football yeah. team, that it does not matter if who is there at quarterback, they are going to be successful. Why? Because right. They have a that's the same as the Denver place. Broncos. Then we go right that's the same. That system. Whoa, 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 whoa. But, hold up. That's the same thing as the Denver Broncos. That's the exact same thing. The Denver exactly. Broncos started. The difference is, who started quarterback? The difference year? is. What's the difference? The difference is with Denver. The difference is with Denver. Denver's defense they have is a better more dominant than the New England Patriots. And the Wingland's offense is more dominant than the Denver Broncos. You can make the case either way. It's not like the Wingland has a bad defense. The Wingland has a very good defense. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're not as good as the Broncos. I disagree with that too. I don't. I disagree with that too. I do. I do not think Denver. I do not believe that the Patriots' uh, offense is more uh, explosive than Denver's 
than Denver's offense. I, I highly, I very much. They're not more explosive than Denver's offense. First that's of all, false, New England, that is, that's um, Denver's, Denver's two outside receivers are better than all of your receivers on your football team. The that's only okay. receiver that, that can Because New England also has the greatest out, quarterback who gets hurt, in NFL who gets hurt all the time. Their running and Julian back Edelman. is better than your running back. Their running back is and better LeGarrette than LeGarrette Blunt. They have a better running in the NFL in rushing yards. CJ Ander- Anderson is better than LeGarrette Blunt. Okay. That's why one is no, third in the NFL. That's not an argument there. CJ Anderson is better than, than is better than LeGarrette Blunt. You can look up better how many yards they both have. Better. I mean, I don't care about. It. I mean, anybody who watches the game, CJ Anderson's a better runner. He cuts better. How is how is he a better LeGarrette runner Blunt, if they like both a, been equally as LeGarrette effective? Blunt, all LeGarrette Blunt does is literally run the ball down your throat. That's all he does. Is like, that's all and he does. And then he gets past the second layer of the defense every once in a while and busts out for a huge okay, game. Okay, well, you I mean, tell like, me. LeGarrette tell Blunt me, is a very tell, good running back. You tell me who the fantasy owners will pick first, LeGarrette Blunt or Who cares about the, the fantasy owners? Back? Who cares? I They're care. both basically the I same care. running back. They're both no, they're moving not. running backs who so get down your throat, oh, and then at the end of the game. C.J. Anderson is flash and dash. C.J. Anderson is a power back. C.J. Anderson is definitely a power back. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's yes, he is. He's, he's a very powerful runner. He's a powerful he's runner. He's also a really powerful runner. He's not going to lower his shoulder on him. That's his forte. That's, that's exactly what he does. Oh and then late in the game, the defense gets tired, and that's when he shows his real medal. That's when that's when he really gets to work mm-hmm. on his defense is late in the game when the defense gets tired. That's how most power backs are. He is a power back. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, but Garrett Blunt's the best running back in the in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if C.J. Anderson's a better running back, then fine, there you go. But what quarterback is better than Tom Brady? Like, Trevor Simeon definitely is not. Neither is Tyson Lynch. I mean, Wait, what, let's what, be what, real. Well, like, I mean, be fair. I, I listen. To be fair, the like Garrett Blunt has had more touches than JJ Anderson. He has even had this season, and that's to be fair. But Garrett Blunt has had eighty-eight touches to CJ Anderson seventy-three, and he's only and CJ Anderson has two hundred and fifty-two yards rushing with three touchdowns. But Garrett Blunt has three hundred and fifty-two yards rushing with four touchdowns. That's because. Mm-hmm. Now Tom Brady, they've been he's been getting the ball. Oh, he's been getting the ball more than that. And everyone knows he's gonna get the ball, and they still don't stop him. I mean, no, the what really impressed me. I didn't think it was that good going into the season. To be honest, I was kind of scared. I wanted freaking Deion Lewis back. I forgot Deion Lewis was even on the team because of how well Garrett Blunt's been playing. Except last week, obviously, he was just part of the reason why we lost. But other than that, I, I, he's been extremely impressive. You can't deny that the whole team's been I'm extremely not denying impressive. Whole... I'm just saying, consistency wise, consistency wise. I, I, I'm just going with C.J. Anderson. I think C.J. Anderson is the most consistent back. That's just, that's just how I feel. I, that's, I think they're that's equally good. But what I'm saying is I think they're equally good teams. The teams are just equally good. It's like the perfect matchup. It's a perfect grudge match in the AFC Championship. But and I think I, that I, what I will decide I mean, it is who And is I don't think – I don't think – I'm not, I'm not inclined to believe there are still some teams in the AFC who, who can still make noise. Yeah, but I don't think the best, there's any team decided. in the AFC it's better a, than Denver only, and New England. It's only been a month. It's only been a month. It's only been a month. Uh, so let me wrap the show with everybody. It's only been a month in the NFL, so let's let's calm down. You know, it's still a lot, a lot of football left to be played. A lot of football left to be played before we even can start making arguments about who's going to be in the AFC championship this year. Now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap. A lot can happen from then and now. A lot can happen. 
So if we're going to just basically base it off of the first four games, then let me throw my towel in right now. I'm not going to do that. I've seen the NFL season. I've seen teams that are 8-8 eight and eight winning the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to go out there on a limb and say, hey, no, this team is going to be in the AFC championship or the NFC championship just because of past success. We don't know how Tom Brady's going to come back. Tom Brady can come back and looks like straight garbage. But history shows that's very highly unlikely. But still, that remains to be seen yet. I'm not going to go out on a limb and pick against teams that have been busting their behinds from training camp on through preseason, through the first month of the NFL, actually just because my quarterback has been successful in the NFL and has, you know, been doing good from the, pre- the previous seasons and he's known as one of the – I'm not going to just go out there on the limb and say he's going to come back and light the NFL up and then we're going to the AFC Championship and then we're going to go to the Super I'm not going to do that. I'm not that close so- but so I, what you're saying what is, say. I'm being, I'm being close. A lot of teams. Hold so on, hold on, hold on. A lot, hold on, hold on. A lot of teams. I, I stop. Teams, teams, are, teams are getting healthy. Teams are going to get players back, and the NFL could change in a drop of a dime. You heard, Brian. You've heard the saying before. As biased as you are, you've heard the saying before. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. The NFL season is like literally, it's 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 like, it's like a game. It's like a chess. When you're hot, you're hot. Now, the first month, we're a quarter away from done with the season already. The first month does not determine who's going to make it to the playoffs. The Bengals were 8-0 and last season. The Lions, I see the Lions start off 4-0, and then everybody talks about these teams who start off to hot starts, and these teams don't finish well. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. We're in it for the long haul. It's 16 NFL games to be played, okay? Because if you play four NFL games, and that decided the playoffs, and I wouldn't be talking. But I'm talking right now because four games does not determine your seeding. Four games does not determine your team, how good your team is, especially when you're facing lackluster football teams. So let's go on to this argument oh. with an open mindset. Tom Brady's coming back oh. this season. Who, is, who do you guys play next season? I mean, next game, Brian. Cleveland. That's going to be a win. Do you know who you have after that? You have the Cincinnati Bengals. It's not mm-hmm. a pushover football team. And I'm not saying that because that's my team. It's the truth. If we're talking facts, the, the, Patriots, the Patriots are not shoe-ins is what I'm trying to get at, basically. There is no shoe-ins. The Patriots shoe-in. are not shoe-ins. No, but you were talking but, as if they were. But I, I, as you were talking as, a, as, a, as if they were. The, can I, can I give, give, say a little thing? Let me just listen, run off the, our Patriots schedule to our listeners. The Patriots schedule, guys, is the Browns. That's going to be a win. I'm saying it right off the bat. Not unless Hugh Jackson can put together some magic. Then they have the Bengals. They could very well lose that game, especially with them having Vontaze Burpee back and also getting Tyler Eifert back this week coming up. Then they play the Steelers. That could also be another loss because we know that offense and Big Ben could get heated at any moment. Then they play the Bills. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm picking the Patriots to win, but at any point, Rex Ryan could fluster the Patriots' offense. The Seattle Seahawks. Needless to say, I don't even got to say anything. Legion of Boom, you guys know what happens when they come to town. Then they play the 49ers. They could also be a win. Then they play the Jets. I had them splitting with the Jets this season. Then they play the Rams. The Rams is not a pushover team. They have a good defense. But I'm picking the Patriots to win that. They also play the Ravens. Patriots and Ravens have a, have a rival there. They go at it. So it's, it's really up and down. Really, it's, it's really actually really, really up and down. You know, that's going to be a Monday night football game, so that should be very, very intense. Then they play Denver Broncos. I have the Denver Broncos beating the New England Patriots. 
Then they play the Jets again. I have the Patriots taking one of those, and then they play the Dolphins, which I don't know. At that point of the season, Not the it. Dolphins could play spoiler. Uh, but I'm picking the Dolphins the always beat what the Patriots in, in Miami. Yeah, so yeah, here basically what I'm saying is the, the, the schedule is not the season's not set yet. The standings are not set yet. The seeding is not set yet. Division winners are not set yet. So before we go and crown them, let's let's just let's just hold off. And that's with any football team. I don't believe the hype. I don't believe the early season hype. It's how it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Teams can go zero and four, but you know what the beauty of zero and four is? You still have an opportunity. Guess what? Win 12 more football games. Yeah, the opportunity to okay. win 12, 12 more football games. Okay, but you you got to remember, we 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 do watch this from a fan's perspective, right? And and we, do, we like to like, get excited. We wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. We we okay. like to get excited about our teams. All right. And I'm allowed to like these are basically just my prediction. Like I think, I don't know. Of course I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. I, I think that's what everyone goes on TV and says. They say what they think is going to happen. They don't say what they know is going to happen. Because if everyone had to go out there and say what they know is going to happen, there'd be no point in making predictions and saying you were right in the first place. Like, that's what, that's what we do. That's what all of us do. We all say, oh, I think this team's going to win because I think they're a better team. Correct? I mean, I, I said before the season, I think the Seahawks will win the Super Bowl because I think they're the best team in the NFL. Now, so far, they haven't played like the best team in the NFL, but the, but they could very likely go out and win the Super Bowl. We all know that. That's how that's the case for every team. Every team could go out and just have this magical run and go to the Super Bowl. That's the great part about the NFL. But it's it's hard to just sit here after watching what I've watched the past few seasons and say that there's a better team, in my opinion, than the AFC, than the Patriots and the Broncos. That's my opinion. That's my personal opinion. And I think that since they will have the one and two seeds, also my opinion, I'm allowed to have my opinion after one, two, three, four, however many games that they've played in the NFL, I think they'll be in the AFC championship. I'm not crowning anyone anything because they haven't played each other yet. It, it's not January. It's October. We still have to wait and see how the season unfolds. But – of course I'm going to sit here and say what I think is going to happen. Of course. Why not? What's going to happen if I'm wrong? Then I'm wrong and we move on. I've been wrong before. I thought plenty of times the Patriots were going to win the Super Bowl, and they didn't win the Super Bowl. We thought plenty of times that this team was going to win, and they lost. Like, that's just that's the nature of the sport. We like to predict things. We like to see if we are right. And we think that we are smarter than we all are. That's how everyone is. That's how Stephen A is. That's how everyone Skip Bayless is. That's how everyone is who goes on TV. They think they're smarter than they are. They're analysts, quote unquote. They don't know everything just because they played the game for a few years. They don't know more anything more about what's going to happen in the season than Joe Schmo over here sitting at home watching Monday Night Football like the rest of us. They don't know. Mm-hmm. None of us know. That's what makes it great. But. I mean, as a fan, I'm going to sit here and make predictions. That's just what I'm going to do. That's what we all do. So, I mean, mm-hmm. look, if you think the Broncos are better than the Patriots, I, I, don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. Like, but personally, I think they're equally as good at, at this point in the season. So there'd be no surprise to me, as, as so far they've been the two best teams in the NFL, if they played in the AFC Championship game. And I would personally love it if they played in the AFC Championship game. It would be a great AFC Championship game. It, it was great last season, even though the Patriots lost. So I'm not going to sit here and crown the Patriots the Super Bowl champions. 
there's no there's no need to do that. You, even like as Bill Belichick himself says, take it one game at a time. They're on to Cleveland. That's how it. That's how it is. It's one game at a time. But we can still look at the big picture and say, I think this is going to happen. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just the nature of us talking about sports. Very true. Very true. There's no, hey, listen, man. You know, it's, you know, it's it's it's, it's nothing but love on my end. You know, I'm just saying. I, you know, you know, a lot of teams, people get ahead of themselves. Like people are trying to say the Panthers are going to be as good as they were last year. No, they weren't. You know, they just and, and they, they were wrong. Above. And they were wrong. Yeah, yeah. They were right to say that, yeah. but they were still wrong, and they look stupid. And if the Patriots go, if Tom Brady goes like six and six in his twelve games, then I'll look so stupid. But I'm taking that risk by making these predictions and saying what I'm saying. And that's yeah. what makes it fun. Part of what makes talking about sports fun is being able to say you were right or you were wrong. Being able to look at the person. Yeah. As my friends who picked the Cavaliers to win the championship, like, ha, all y'all picked the Warriors and I picked the Cavaliers. Nobody picked the Cavaliers. And they get to say that. So, yep. well, my team ain't going. My team ain't doing anything this year. But maybe make the playoffs. That's about it. But, yeah. <laughs> well, Another team I want to talk about really, really quickly, Brian. Let's talk about yeah. the Indianapolis Colts. Ugh. I'll let you shoot. Oh, that's it. This is a garbage fest. This is this is a garbage fest. They have nobody left on the defense in their defense defensive secondary. Costanzo is playing terribly. They can't really run the ball. They've never been able to run the ball. I mean, since Andrew Luck's been drafted, they've had a one hundred yard rusher in four years. Like, that's absolutely dreadful. And it, it, I don't know if that trend's going to change. Like, they have no O-line. They have no secondary. Everyone on the defense is decimated, and everyone expects Andrew Luck to be what Aaron Rodgers was last season and be able to scramble around and make all these great, incredible plays. And, of course, Andrew Luck is a great quarterback. But to me, the way that the Colts are surrounding him with talent makes me think that he might become this generation's version of Dan Marino. And I don't want that on him. I think he he obviously deserves to win the Super Bowl. He's he's a great quarterback. But what what are they doing to help him? They're doing nothing to help him. They are a ragtag team. They are a team that are starting backups now. The, plus they 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 had no talent to begin with. Now everyone's hurt. Now what do they do? Then they they, they stunk it up in London. They're one and three. They should be zero and four. Don't get me started on how the Chargers should be freaking four and zero. Like it, it's it's not looking good in Indianapolis. It's really not. Um, this is giving me a headache. The Indianapolis Colts give me a headache. Andrew Luck. Oh, I thought you were gonna say what I said gave you a headache. The football team gives me a headache, and I say that because this is literally the same exact thing that happened with Peyton Manning. I understand he's a great quarterback. But what good is a great quarterback with no surround supporting cast? With no supporting exactly. cast. You expect this man to get it all done by himself. I watched the game in London, and I saw on the sideline. The Colts honestly believed in their heart that they could get down to the fourth quarter with five minutes left, and they just knew Andrew Luck, because he's so great, was going to bring them back. Well, guess what? It didn't happen. You're Y'all one lost three. to the Jaguars. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. This is this, and you know, I don't really dish on the Colts too much. 
Well, this is just becoming an, a reoccurring theme to me. Great quarterback. Terrible, terrible organization, front office, and football team. Putting the entire organization and the team on his shoulders. Now I understand why Angela's father didn't want him to resign with the Indianapolis Colts. I don't blame him. This is sad. Because this is a great football, this is a great career. I'm saying it now. Yes, I'm saying it live on the right way. October 3rd, 2016. On wax. I, I don't believe Andrew Luck will win the Super Bowl in Indianapolis. Not with the I agree with you. Not with the way things are headed. And that's a prediction I am willing to stand by. He has no supporting. T.Y. Hilton is good, but he T.Y. Hilton is too streaky for me. Offensive line is dreadful. He needs help. You know how they say Brian, they need, they need to send him to Calvary. They need to do something because yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Not only will he not win a Super Bowl, I'm also afraid that his career could be shortened due to the beatings he takes. I actually agree with that too. Doesn't mean no one talks and about. This is this is a very 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 important for all football fans to take note of this. It does not matter how great. A player is, like I said, if there's no supporting cast around him. But with that being said, I also want to talk about. I'm, I'm just gonna let that simmer for a moment. I'm just gonna let that simmer. Um, I, I I want people to know I do not blame Chuck Pagano. I do not blame Chuck Pagano. I blame Jim Ursay and the front office of the Indianapolis Colts. Now I know why there was a rift between Jim Ursay. And Chuck Pagano. Andrew Luck needs help, and he needs help fast. I was, I was, I was actually talking about this on TV. Could you imagine Andrew Luck going to the Denver Broncos? That would be that. No, that wouldn't be fair. Though. See, that wouldn't be fair. You, you remember the 2007 Patriots? Yeah, they'd be t- like way mm-hmm. better than them. The 85 Bears, they'd be yeah. better than them. Like that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> Please. No. Another team I want At to that talk point, about. we could just wrap up the season. <laughs> it's another team I want to talk about. The Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys got some explaining to do. Just saying. That was a nice win you guys had against the Indianapolis Colts. It was a great win you had against the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know about but Grady, you're not but... living up to the hype. Not living up to the hype. Another football team, not living up to the hype. You went out this offseason, you spent so much money. You got Malik Jackson, gave him a $99 million deal. Got Chris Ivory from the Jets. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody's excited. And what do you have to show for it? What's the record, Brian? Like One and three. I think they one and three, right? One and three. That's sad. That's sad. I think Blake Bortles has run out of excuses at this point. I think the team has run out of excuses at this point because they have the talent on both sides of the ball. To me, they were on the same. They're in the same boat as the Raiders. They were a young team. They were a talented team, especially on offense. Agreed. But they didn't know how. They didn't know how to win, and it takes a really long time for some young teams to learn how to win. 
especially mm. if the, the the leaders of the team are young. But Blake Bortles is clearly regressing. He's making poor decisions with the ball. His fundamentals are just not there anymore. His footwork's not there anymore. It, it's sort of similar to how Cam Newton's been playing this year. His footwork has just been very poor, and especially the decision-making, his tentativeness, and, and he's been really locked in to Allen Robinson, and Allen Robinson hasn't been able to get the job done because his receivers, Allen Hearns, Allen Robinson, they were supposed to be so great, haven't been able to get separation. Uh, mm-hmm. And they haven't the running game either. Exactly, and they have no running game either. Like, Chris Ivory's been, like, I don't know why he was in the hospital, but he was in the hospital. He's back, but he still hasn't been the same player. T.J. Yeldon hasn't been very good. I mean, who do they have behind T.J. Yeldon? Denard Robinson? And as much as a Michigan fan, I love Denard Robinson. Denard Robinson's not, not good. So, I mean, what are they what are they really going to do? And I hope, I hope for their sake that they make the playoffs or do something because I, I would like to see that. I would like to see a new team rise up. Like, sort of how the Vikings did last year as a young team. And learning how to win all of a sudden, like. If you remember what I said, I said this a while back. It doesn't look like they're going to do it. Brian, I said this back when our first show together. I said I believe firmly Gus Bradley will not be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars after this season. Remember me saying that? Oh, I don't. Oh, oh, I I don't. I I believe that he will not be as well. But the way things are going, that is a very sound prediction. I don't believe that – I don't believe he has tools to help them win. I believe he's a very good building coach, but he's just one of those coaches that just can't get over the hump, can't get it done. That's just my opinion. And uh, people don't have to agree with me, but it's just – the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. But to switch gears here a little, a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you guys know that, once again, uh, you can email me any questions you guys have. Topics at the real Malik Wright at gmail.com. You'll find us on our Facebook page at the right way with Malik Wright. Um, and like I said, we'll be gladly to answer any of your questions. You know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, like I said, we got all those pages activated and we're uh, locked and loaded and ready to go. Um, I also want to let everybody know that this show is produced by Back Sports Page. Um, we're, and this is our new start time. Uh, we're on Raw Talk Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. You can catch us calling. Once again, the call-in number, if you guys want to write it down, 760-283-0846. I also will now be corresponding for the Cincinnati Bengals, covering all new Cincinnati Bengals for BackSportsPage.com. So that's the ins and out, you know, pretty much of the organization, the happenings. And just kind of like giving a recap of, like, you know, every every show probably about probably 10 minutes, you know, just to discuss, have Bengals fans call in, you know, and basically just in, discuss the football team in depth and uh, their season review so far. And um, just to give a little insight on that because we're actually about to – actually running out of time here on the right way. But uh, the, the, their season so far has, has been uh, very, very up and down. I think it's it's, it's definitely on um, – it's, it's actually, uh, you know, going to be getting, getting better, you know, obviously with them getting Vontaze Berkeley back. And Tyler Eifert, I think, um, I think those getting getting those uh, weapons back on offense and defense will definitely be a big, big, big lift to the entire football team. I mean, we saw it on um, we saw it on Thursday Night Football with you know Justin, the, the, like you know basically the energy that Fontes Burke brought back to the entire defense. So like you know, 
that was just my little input with the Cincinnati Bengals. We could eat, we're, I mean, we're staring at 2-2. Two two. We could easily be 0-4 right now. I mean, well, not 1-3 right now. Um, beat the Jets by literally a hair on us, the, the, skins of, the skin of our teeth. And um, the rest of the football teams were just, you know, obviously they just played a, a, a solid game when they, uh, when they played us. So, um, like I said, with that being said, uh, a lot to work on for the Cincinnati Bengals, a lot to work on. So a lot of things. I'm can, very, I, very can I ask you a question, though? Yeah, absolutely. How do you feel about Marvin Jones and what he's doing with Detroit? Uh, listen, well, he's on my fantasy team. I, I, he's, he leaves oh, he leaves well, the NFL in yardage. Um, he leaves the NFL in yardage. I, 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 know, I knew what the Bengals had. I knew what they lost when they let him go when they let him walk. Um, and I, I wasn't sure of it. I knew he was a, a very a standout player, but I didn't know he was – a number one receiver, and um, Marvin Jones, I always had high, high, high hopes for him. You always heard me brag about him, Brian, when you and I would, would talk football. Yeah. Um, even before he became the, became the co-host on the show, um, I always was a huge fan of Mar- Marvin Jones. I also often said he is the Cincinnati Bengals' most physical receiver. Um, so with that being said, I, uh, I, you know, like I said, for Marvin Jones, it's nothing but it's nothing but a high hopes for him. You know, I wish him nothing but the best. I, I like I said I I knew he would always do well. I was just wasn't I didn't feel the same way about Mahomes to know. But um just just to make a few mentions, I wanna congratulate Julio Jones three hundred yards a season. That was an amazing game. Um Matt Ryan five hundred yards. And I know a lot of people that I know didn't have Matt Ryan as their fantasy quarterback. Whoa, oh my god, I benched out. him this week. <laughs> I benched him this week for Cam Newton. I was so pissed. I lost by the same amount of points that he scored. I was so mad. Oh my god. Whoa, did we? I'm still out? mad. Whoa, did we miss out? Um, but like I said, it's a lot of football left to be decided here, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of football left to be decided. Got a few games coming up this weekend. I can tell you, for one, I am very, very excited for this upcoming week. Brian, last few thoughts on it. I just wanna, I wanna basically uh, run some games off by you. Get, get a few predictions. Mm-hmm. Let's just run it down really, really, really super quick, as quick as we can. So Rapid fire, rapid fire. Thursday night football. Cardinals versus 49ers. Who you got? Uh, Cardinals 36 to 10. Good, good, good. Gotta I'm going go 49ers. I'm going 49ers. Are you serious? Carson Palmer wow. is in the concussion protocol. Yeah. My senses are telling me that Carson Palmer will not be cleared by Thursday. Uh, Texans versus Vikings. Who you got? Texans and Vikings? Yep. Who you got? Um, who's home? Uh, I, I believe the Vikings are. The Vikings are home. Then I guess I'll go with the Vikings. Yep. I would have gone with Houston if it was in Houston. Okay. I'll go Jets Vikings. Steelers. Jets Steelers. Um, I'm going to go – I'm actually going to go Jets. Bounce back game for Ryan Fitzpatrick. One more chance by the way, for the guy. By, by the way, I'm going Vikings. Also, I'm going Steelers because Steelers are at home. Um, Eagles versus Lions. Lions? Oh, that's the Eagles all day. Eagles start far enough. Their defense is too good. Uh, I'm going to go Lions. Lions. I'm going to go Lions. Lions are home. I think Lions take it. Redskins versus Ravens. Raiders? Uh, I'm going to go with Ra- Ra- Redskins versus Ravens. 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 Ravens, um, I'm going to go Baltimore. John Harbaugh is too good of a coach. Baltimore's home. They're too good of a team to lose to. 
Bears, Bears Colts. Oh my yep. God, these are two hair horrible, horrible teams. I hope I I don't have to watch this. Um, I'm gonna go Bears. Go Bears. Howard's a decent running back. Bears. Uh, yeah, uh, you know going, how I'm I feel. Going, about Colts. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts. Uh, Titans Dolphins. Um, Miami bounces back and beats the Titans. Mariota's I'm been really Miami. disappointing this I'm season. Going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Miami as well. New England Patriots versus Cleveland Browns. Is this a question? Is this a serious question? <laughs> I'm going with the Patriots as well. Falcons Broncos. <laughs> Ooh, Denver. Broncos home. Broncos home. Either way, Denver's going a better football team. So. Yeah. Chargers Raiders. Chargers. Chargers should easily be four and zero right now. Uh, I have faith in Philip Rivers. Love Philip Rivers. So, I'm going Chargers. And that's uh, it. I'm going Raiders. Uh, Bengals, Cowboys. Um, I'm definitely going Bengals on this one. I'm going Bengals as well. Bills, Rams. It's... Oh, this is a good one. Ah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is a natural letdown after beating the Patriots. I think the Rams have a good enough defense. To beat the Bills, say, so I'm gonna go I, I say, with Jeff Fisher. I say, I say Bills. It comes down to who's the, who, the better quarterback. I think uh, Buccaneers versus Panthers. Um, I, I, the Panthers can't lose again. I, I and if they do, I don't know. I, I'm going. Panthers. I'll put it this way: Bucks are if Cam Newton. The Bucks if are Cam, not. Cam Newton has. Cam Newton has to be cleared from being in the concussion protocol. Um, Ron Rivera has no idea, by the way. Oh, and by the way, uh, Bruce Arian says that he thinks that Carson Palmer will be cleared for from mm. concussion protocol. Good inside, good inside. Just, New York Giants versus Packers in Green Bay. Um, tough one. Um, who's home? Green Bay. Night game. Green Bay. Sun- uh, Sunday night. Sunday night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Green Bay. Gonna go Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is a little too I'm much. Going, I'm going Green Bay as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the right way here live on Ball Talk Radio, produced by Back Sports Page. Once again, I am your host, Malik Wright. My co-host Brian Phelps. Brian, any last words? Um, nah, just uh, Tom Brady's free, guys. You know, just excited. <laughs> Okay, with that being said, once again, like I said, we are live. I want to thank you all for listening in here on Blog Talk Radio. You can catch us here every single Monday night from here on out, 8 p.m. live on Blog Talk Radio, produced by Backsports Page. Big thanks to Randy Zellia and my entire team at BacksportsPage.com. Once again, if you have any questions, you could shoot me an email at TheRealMalikWright at gmail.com. Follow us on our Facebook page. Listen in next week as we will run down the happenings in the NFL. We will talk about your team, my team, Brian's team, whoever's team. <laughs> we will talk about all things football. And like I said, this should be a very, very exciting week. Um, I'm very, very excited to also be, like I said, be the correspondent for the Cincinnati Bengals and writing about them and talking about them uh, for the games ahead and the months ahead. Uh, so it's going to be a very, very exciting time. But and gentlemen, remember this. No matter what, the show will always go on. Take care. Have a great night. Lay. Yeah. Mm. Kayla's in the building.
Come on. 